yeah, this message over there for uh forever. <laughs> Hi, I'm Phil Michael representing the HTX, that Hoops and Texas, baby. Uh, just wanted to give a shout out to the Evan. I done seen pictures of him dancing over there on the Twitter. And boy, that boy got some moves, I tell you what. So yeah, just keep doing your damn thing, boy. We love you. That's that's Cyclone Larry. He got my phone number and has left me voicemails like that for a year now. Is that's, that actually Cyclone that's Larry? That's definitely Cyclone Larry. Because it was definitely labeled as Big Mike. Uh, that's yep. that's what he put his name as. I'm um, willing to bet a trillion dollars that was Cyclone Larry. Well, fantastic. Thank you for me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for making an appearance, Cyclone Larry. <laughs> Uh, and seeing the pictures of the uh, of the Evan on the Twitters uh, dancing. Yeah, he's been leaving me voicemails for a year now. Oh wow! Have you ever well, talked to him on the phone? Uh, no, I never answer. Um, That's good. That's good. yeah, because for a while he had to email me his tweets. Did I tell you that he would email me tweets Jesus of his? Christ. Like with like just, a JPEG like... embedded in it. Okay, so the pic, this a screenshot of the tweets. No, 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 no. Like he would be like, "Oh, having bear for dinner," and it would be like a a, a JPEG of a dead bear, and that would be like the whole email. <laughs> okay, um, Evan, we have a a pretty big, <laughs> a pretty full show. At least I'll say that. Who knows how big it is? Um, uh, I, I, <laughs> but before we get started, um, want to uh, thank our sponsors, uh, Symbol. Symbol is the stock market for sports. It allows you to trade sports teams like stocks and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Symbol has blended sports and the stock market to offer you a way to invest and profit off your favorite teams. Use your sports knowledge to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Symbol is offering a very special giveaway to the 1012 network, and Symbol is going to hold a drawing to give away two tickets to a Big 12 game of your choice. All you have to do is sign up, make a $25 deposit using promo code BEARS12, and you'll be entered into a chance to win two tickets to your favorite team's game this season. Visit www.simbull.com to create a free account. And when you deposit, make sure to use the code BEARS12. That is B-E-A-R-S-1-2. The number's 1-2. Uh, and start investing in your favorite teams. Uh, Evan, we have um, a pretty big week ahead of us. Um, and we wanted to uh, try to keep the momentum um, we have uh, a really cool interview that we uh, just got finished up with, with Kyle Umlang. Um, Umlang? Umlang? We still don't know how to pronounce it. He told us multiple times. Uh, we pronounced it right back to his face, but now we've forgotten. Um, uh, on Twitter, you probably know him as the Aggie Facts guy every Thursday. That was a fun conversation. Uh, really good dude. Um, mm -hmm. we, uh, we also have, you know, for that reason, we have Texas coming into Waco. Uh, this Saturday for an 11 a.m. kick. Uh, you going to be there? I'll be there. I am going to get to Waco at about 6 p.m. I'm going to go have some coffee and enchiladas. 6 p.m. on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. On Friday. I'll be okay. sleeping in Waco Friday. Um, going to go to Nifa's, going to get some crawfish enchiladas, and then see where the night takes me. That is honestly my preferred way to do this. Unfortunately, I decided to start a family uh, and have responsibilities here. I'll, I will be rolling in uh, Saturday morning for sure, as mm. early as I possibly can. Uh, maybe with boy in tow, maybe with family in tow. We don't know yet. Um, but yeah, do you like 11 a.m. kicks? I, par there's part of me that likes them for some I reasons. I do. I love them. I, uh, I haven't long had friends who tailgate or invite me to tailgates, so... Usually kickoffs, I just 
find something to do until kickoff. And for 11 a.m. kicks, I only have to do like one thing before kickoff. And yeah. then I can just go watch football. Exactly. And I think people always complain about, you know, what, what do I drink at a tailgate for an 11 a.m. kick? Uh, I'm beer. weird. I, I, beer. It's beer. And if it's you want to throw a splash of orange juice in there, I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. And not weird because I do it. You want to throw a little lime in there? I think that's mm-hmm. perfectly fine. People think I'm weird for doing that. Do you think that's weird? I don't think that's weird. And I also think at tailgates, time, like the universe kind of pauses for a while, you know? Yes. Like it's, it's kind of like an airport, you know? You're, yes. Time's passing. You're Completely in agree. Dallas. You're wherever you are. But like everything's kind of stale. The rules don't really make sense. There's maybe someone eating stir fry at 715. Yeah. Uh, the Panda Express is 24 hours. So you got yes. red eyes. People bring in like orange chicken on the flight. And I feel the same way about tailgates. Yeah. Um, I could walk up to a tailgate at 9 a.m. And if you were to hand me like a shot of something – I don't, I, I don't think I would like that, but I also don't think the reason I would like that would be like, oh, Matt, it is, it is nine fifteen in the morning. I am like, offended. I don't think, like, I don't think that is the reason why I wouldn't no. like that. No. Um, yeah, I, I tend to agree. It's nice to get out and watch the rest of the college football slate, mm. uh, the, the late games, but there is also something just special about like a 6 p.m. kick for a really big game. So yeah. six one way, half a dozen the other. It is what it is. It's also Halloween week. Um, do you celebrate Halloween at all? Did you celebrate your uh, college? What's, what's your Halloween situation? Um, I think looking back at Halloween for my life, I'm sad that I haven't leaned into it all that much. You know, growing up, I would like go in my neighborhood with my like siblings. I'm the youngest of four, so there was always just hand-me-downs for any occasion, <laughs> like whether it's like soccer or school or Halloween. So it was like always like last year's Power Ranger suit sure. um, that my like brothers had outgrown. But like in college, didn't really do a lot on Halloween's. I don't remember like dressing up or anything. Um, no, but neither did the, I. Like like last year, I did something. I went to like a Halloween party in Waco at One Day Bar, um, and I'll be doing the same this year. I'm 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 dressing up this year. I haven't told my girlfriend or myself what I'm going to be yet, but okay. I am going to be doing something. It it gets so much easier when you're a dad. It it gets so much easier. You go buy the prepackaged you know, $30 costume mm-hmm. for the kiddo and you pop that on them. And if you want to, you don't even have to, but if you want to go buy like a Marvel t-shirt, uh, mm-hmm. you can do that. Um, I think, I, I think I have a toy story t-shirt this year. Incredible. Super simple. Right. And it's Texas. You can still wear flip flops while you walk around with the kids or you sit in your, yeah. your driveway. Um, I, I'm not I a like the classic guy otherwise. Mm-hmm. I feel like the classic like Halloween dad move is like just like a football jersey. Like, oh, I'm a football player this year. And it's just like there's a Thursday night game on anyway. He was going to wear it anyway. <laughs> I, uh, I I probably still have my high school jersey somewhere. But then that gets into a weird. Can you go put it on for us? There. Come on, yeah, put it on no, for us. I won't. I won't be doing that, actually. <laughs> we do have a video on, on the chat. Um, and maybe we'll do something in the future where people can hop in a video. Oh, chat and, and, I just and found out we're not doing video. I just found out that it's just audio. <laughs> I've been like, I've been like leaning over. Like when you were doing the ad earlier, I leaned over so that the viewers could see Dale licking himself. Like that's a, <laughs> that's a real thing I did. Oh yeah. We're, we're, we're just recording the audio. Um, All right. <laughs> sorry. I, I thought, it was, I thought you knew that. Sorry. Um, sorry. So yeah, Halloween this week. Um, hoping to, hoping to celebrate that with, with a nice, with a nice Longhorn win. Um, I considering we are technically a sports podcast, a quick prediction on what you think will happen. Yeah. Uh, the short answer, 
the short answer is I think that we win by 10 points. Um, the way I think about it, not really thinking about the game itself, but playing Texas is my favorite game every year because um, they always have the talent where I can't be like, yep, we're for sure winning 100%. Right. But on the other side of that coin, they always have the talent where if we lose, I can be like, oh, well, you're supposed to like go brag about something else. So I'm I'm kind of a winner either way whenever we play Texas. Um, most weekends, I I actually bet on Texas to win outright just just to either purchase happiness when they lose mm-hmm. or to make some money. One of the two. Yeah. Um, either way, I win. Can't do that this week. Um. And I, I just, I see the talent that they have offensively and I get nervous, but I, I know that this team has more poise than previous Baylor teams over the last four or five years. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be a really good, really close game. And I'm, I'm going to be stressed out the entire time because I really, really want this one as, as most fans do. I, I really want this one. Really. Yeah. Um, something really. I haven't told you about this game is my girlfriend and I, this will be our third Baylor, Texas game as a couple. Um, and we've had a bet going for the last three years that we like best two out of three loser has to get the other teams like, like slogan, like on their lip right here. No, I don't think uh, we have to do that. I don't think that's necessary. It's, it's been a three year joke, but in, like the, the second part of that is there's this bar in Austin that we used to walk by like on our nightly walks and it said hook them on like the marquee, but the K had fell off. So it says who them. So if I lose, I, if Baylor loses this weekend, I have like committed to a who them. <laughs> tattoo on the inside of my mouth there you go there you go um i can't believe people actually do that they act like there are people that actually get real tattoos on yeah. the inside of their lip lily klein my friend from baylor has 6158 on the inside of her lip that is i think she i think she got it that night i think that's like a that night decision you yeah and i say my you, friend lily if you ever hear this i don't think that we're like super close i just i know you from baylor Lily, you're doing well, I guess. Lily, um, uh, drop, drop a pick, drop a pick of the ink somewhere. Just, I need to know that's real because that's absolutely not a sleep on it decision. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't go try to find the best shop to get that done mm-hmm. and, and make a good analytical decision on that. Jesus, really? On the inside, and now I'm nervous because I know that there's a girl that I went to Baylor with named Lily Klein, and now I'm not as sure that it's her <laughs> that has it. So I don't know. Remarkable. I feel like. I feel like I put myself in a good spot here Remarkable. or a corner, more of a corner than anything else. Remarkable. Um, did, uh, did you have anything specific this week um, before we got into the interview with Kyle? Specific about the game or just about just what I got anything, going on? Just general vibes. What you're up to, what you're up to. This um, week? Not a whole lot. Things are good. I'm, so I'm getting, I'm going to the game on Saturday and then I'm going to a Chris or a Halloween party in Dallas Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, so Saturday is going to be a long day for me and I am kind of washed. So I don't know how fun I'm going to be at that Halloween party. And I've been a little stressed about that this week. Probably not. Five hour energy is a good, not a sponsor, but it's a good product. You should look it up. Maybe coffee. Mm-hmm. If you haven't tried coffee before, that's pretty good. Sounds pretty good. Um, I, I, I was looking around for some more dumb content surrounding Baylor. Um, and I, I looked hard on the TikToks. Uh, you know, I, I did you set find that out- bar really high. I did extremely high. Um, I uh, I looked through more of the day in the life videos. Found out that was an assignment for students. Like they they were required to do a video like that. So now I feel kind of bad. But then I watched it again and I don't feel bad anymore. Mm-mm. Just an absolute shit show of, of a TikTok. 
But what I did find, I didn't find anything else on TikTok. What I did find today, actually, pretty close to us starting to recording, uh, it just at least one thing a week is going to make me mad, and this is it. Um, so Barefoot Waco, the popular clothing store right there near campus, um, they made a saw em off shirt for this week. Um, and if you don't know, this is your education. Saw em off is an Aggie thing. It is a Texas A&M thing. They own that. That is a Texas A&M aiming at Texas slogan. That's not our thing. Be better. Just be more original. Just it's insane that some people are probably going to buy that. Don't do it. Just don't do it. It's it's yeah. it's even too late to buy the shirt that you might see me peddling on Twitter. I'm not even asking you to buy my shirt. I don't give a shit. I, I, I don't. He'll care. put the link in the comments. I will we'll put the link in the comments. You, you should buy it. It's absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't care. But saw him off. Really? That's come on. Yeah. Do better. Um, your TikTok um, spiel just now reminded me of something that I'm very thankful for that I want to share with you, and I think you'll agree. Isn't it so nice that there was only like one or two apps? to leave a really shitty paper trail on while you were in school. Man. Cause all I was, was like an oversharer on Instagram. And you know, I wasn't even, us, right. I wasn't even like there was Twitter really wasn't that big of a thing in school. Like I think I had one towards the end of my college career, mm-hmm. but not, not really during the bulk of it. And I'm so yeah. glad, dude, I'm so glad, man. Yeah. I, uh, I was, I was just as online with Twitter when I got to Baylor but I, not that I think I'm great now, but I was much, much worse uh, at that point. I was like live tweeting the Harry Potter movies like every other week. That's like pretty much all I did. We might have pretty to do that. Tweets. That sounds pretty fun. Pretty actually. good tweets. Yeah, that sounds yeah, pretty it, fun. Actually. It's fun the first seven or good eight series. go throughs. Um, but yeah, really glad. Like if, if TikTok was around when I was in college, um, I don't like, I think I would have made some truly horrendous content. Real sicko and shit. We absolutely would have consumed a lot more horrendous content. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, on that note, man, I think it's um, I think it's time to hop in this uh, interview with Kyle. Um, before we do that, I, I want to say um, uh, again, big thank you to the Ten Twelve Network and uh, to Gridiron Metalworks. Uh, no tailgate is complete without a grill. Uh, no grill is complete without Gridiron Metalworks. I, I actually took a deep look into. Gridiron Metalworks, and they do more than just like grill grates. So if you have like a Traeger grill, they make mm-hmm. a grill grate that will fit in the in the Traeger. Or if you have uh, other specific brands, it's really cool. There's a, like a really big BU. They have like a, mm-hmm. a, a skillet type situation. It's actually really cool stuff. This isn't just you know. It yeah, looks I've already high quality. I've already allocated all of my like Secret Santa money this year just to that website. And if if Gonna... you're it, that, that's actually a really good idea. It, it it's also a situation where they have uh, they have like planters. So when you're old and washed and you have a backyard to like put shit in, they have mm-hmm. uh, planters like massive shiny green or shiny gold Baylor metal planters. Looks really cool. Um, you can find collegiate branded grill grates, griddles, flower pots, stainless steel bookends. Those look really cool too. By the way, actually, I'm gonna pick those up here pretty soon. Coasters, can coolers in the real school colors. Not just the, oh, it's close, like other manufacturers. You can sear your steak, burgers, brats, veggies with uh, perfect pistol Pete, Baylor Bear, Jayhawk grill mark. What is the worst grill mark that you could put on a burger? I'm trying to think of the worst. Think about that for a second. They've got uh, grill grates, griddles for all 10 teams in the Big 12. 
Um, perfect gift for the hard to shop for. I can almost guarantee you'll find uh, something from Gridiron that someone on your holiday shopping list doesn't have. High quality, custom cut, made in the USA. When you use the promo code 1012, that's capital T-E-N, the numbers one and two, you'll get 15% off your first purchase. And then all orders over $100 get free shipping. Um, that, again, that is code T-E-N-1-2, 15% off your first order, 100 bucks off. Uh, or I'm sorry, free shipping for all orders over 100 bucks. Link will be in the show notes. What would be the mm-hmm. worst grill mark? You could uh, I've done, burger. done some thinking. I've done some thinking on it, and I've decided there are no good grill marks. So all of them. That's that's pretty opposite to what we're trying to accomplish here by pushing the grid iron. I also works. don't know what a grill mark is. Okay, um, so you know the that's dark line. Yeah. Okay, so that's fine. We can explain that. You know the dark lines on a piece of meat that show up after you pull it off of the grill. Yes, that's yeah. That's a oh. Grill so mark. we're talking. We're talking like yeah. I open the hood. That that's the grill mark. The, like what I'm looking mm-hmm. down on. So when you pull the piece of meat off, of, okay. So we're going to explain this to Evan uh, after we get done with the show here, but that's fine. Um, everybody, uh, actually, we do have before we hop in with Kyle, uh, we do have a couple more voicemails. You want to take a listen to those real quick? Bring them on. Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Uh, Long time listener, first time caller. Um, my question is: is is Texas back? Just standard. I, I don't even think we need to answer that, but I want to use this message as an example of, hey, put your name in the message if you'd like to be identified. Maybe you don't want to be, and that's fine, but I'm not going to remember who sent it in. Just letting you know. Yeah, I, I briefly thought that was my most offline friend in the world, and he found this, and he was about to like rip me <laughs> apart in front of God and country. Uh, short answer, no. Long answer, also no. Yep, I think that's fair. Hey guys, I just wanted to ask if Texas is down by more than seven points and driving in the fourth quarter with less than 30 seconds to go, will they take a timeout to make sure they score the touchdown? And would that save save Steve Sarkeesian from getting fired for losing to Baylor? Nailed it. First off, nailed it. You read it right off the sheet. Perfectly. (laughs) Maybe have a script next time, you know, practice it a couple times and call it in. That's fine. That's fine too. Um, Also. Yes. Yeah. I, I think Sark probably would take the opportunity to make it look better than it actually is. It's in their contract. They can't, they can't get (laughs) no touchdowns. It's just a a Texas ethos. I think. (laughs) Hey guys, this is Paul Jeffers. Uh, not so long time listener, first time calling, probably last time to be honest. That's a good joke. Um, I had a quick question. So my wife played for the UT marching band, um, and I was wondering if I'm allowed to think it's cool that she got to play at the Rose Bowl for a national championship. I know. I think it's kind of cool. Okay, I'm gonna hang up. Bye. To to clarify, <clears throat> you're a lot of wife guys, by the way, calling in. A lot of wife guys. We do well in the wife guy category. Which, wife guys love us. That's, that should be the new tagline. <laughs> Dentists hate these guys, but wife <laughs> guys sure do love them. Four out of five wife guys highly recommend Between <laughs> Two Bears. Um, really um, I don't have here. an answer for that. But yeah, I your wife didn't to... play for a national championship, guy. Hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. Hey, guy. Hey, hey guy. You, it, love Paul, by the way. Good, good buddy of mine. 
Uh, your wife didn't play for a national championship. Not that cool. And she probably wouldn't have even done that well. Probably not. Honestly. Maybe than maybe better than Colt McCoy did because yeah. he couldn't walk. But um, um, damn, that did... sucks. Is what I have to say <laughs> to that. This did remind me of my favorite and worst long-standing joke, and I got it from my friend Sam Taylor. And every time I I'm at a sporting event where Texas is playing, whenever they're playing the redacted of Texas. All I do the whole time is lean over and say that feeling when Dinah blows her horn. No one ever laughs. No one ever laughs. I love it. My friend it's Sam so Taylor dumb. and I, we went to the uh, the Baylor-Texas game in Austin a few years ago. It, it was a game that ended with a Jalen Hurd like, drop touchdown pass that would have won the game. The whole game, Sam was just saying that feeling when Dinah blows her horn. So all of you do me a favor this weekend. Whenever that song is playing, lean to, lean to a neighbor, lean to a stranger, and just softly whisper when Dinah blows her horn. Okay. Oh, I, it'll land. They'll love uh, it. I, I'm hoping that the uh, the Baylor sports podfather, Peter Pope, doesn't hear this episode before I can sit next to him on Saturday and do that. <laughs> but we'll find out. If I ruin the surprise, I'm sorry, but I am going to do that. Um I, I don't have anything better to to chase that. So we're going to hop right into our interview with Kyle Umling, uh, a, a big Texas super fan. Kyle, welcome to the show. We have uh, Kyle Umling, as you told me to pronounce it very specifically. Um, <laughs> Kyle, I'm, I'm going to do my best to... Uh, frame uh, for those who aren't aware of who you are. I'm, I'm going to try to frame it. And you're just going to sure. tell me what percentage I got right here. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Give me the um, elevator pitch on what is Kyle. Yeah. On what is, okay. So like sure. uh, in, in the most earnest and loving way I can possibly say self-proclaimed uh, big time nerd, um, uh, big numbers guy in quotes, uh, best-selling author. That's not even bullshit. Best-selling author. Um, and uh, and a, a Texas Longhorns, I think you're at the point where we can call you super fan just because of the visibility. And that, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I, that's I, that yeah. must for me, that would feel weird to hear. I don't know if you're like into that. You really like the sound of that or not, but uh, I'll leave. So what percentage of that do you think I got right? At least 50. That's pretty good. You that's, know, like, you know, like you just you didn't have to study. You just showed up and did it. So exactly. I, exactly. I feel confident in that. Uh, uh, welcome Matt, to the show, quick- man. I appreciate it. Yeah, Kyle, thanks for joining us. And Matt, I have a quick question for you before we get going. Mm, Um, So I think you accurately described Kyle as a super fan. You know, Mm -hmm. he's Texas data guy, 20,000 Twitter followers, hangs out with Chris Del Conte all the time. What do you think, what do you think would be the equivalent of that in the Baylor world? Would it be like day two speaker at CPAC or, um, you think it would be maybe someone who like does a little little promo at the RNC every few years? Like, what do you Jesus think Christ. would be like the mirror of that? There, the problem that you introduce is that there are a lot of terrible options there that I don't even want to get into. <laughs> that it got a little real for that this podcast, <laughs> and I wasn't actually prepared for that. But you're exactly right. Um, the I, I, I we we're we're talking to you, Kyle, on the not Eve, but the the week before. Texas travels to Waco uh, to play in 
maybe the last Texas Baylor game it, it being a conference game, maybe the last of three, five, who knows? Right. Um, there, there is just a lot going on in the big 12. We actually decided to start this show just because of how dumb and stupid this conference can be at times. And I feel like Definitely. you have a strong appreciation for that. Yeah, I, I, I will. I will miss the officiating. Um, the SEC the real, is is doing. I a heard great you're going to a good, yeah. good destination. Yeah, no, I think things are on the up and up for y'all. Right, for good. sure. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> Super good, but I I don't know that there was a a better situation for us than needing to postpone a day, uh, because a, a story came out by the one and only Chip Brown. Oh, um, everybody's favorite. <laughs> I love him. Everybody loves him. Super super good at what he does. If, if you know what he does, I have no idea. Um, but cornerback from the Texas Longhorns, Josh Thompson, was asked, admittedly, one of the worst questions I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Something to the effect of, on a scale of 1 to 10, or, or yeah, I don't know if he was asked to rank it, or on a scale of 1 to 10, but how difficult is a place, to, like how difficult is Waco to play like in? And uh, Josh Thompson, the, the poor kid, he goes, he, he goes uh, I rank... I rank Baylor a three in, in the big 12. And so what this devolved into is eight different people in Texas media arguing about how to count to 10. And I just <laughs> wanted to get your take on this. How do you rank Baylor on a scale of one to 10? On difficulty playing in like an environment I'm not going to clarify. I need no, you to yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm clarifying it for you. And like <laughs> when you're talking about like how difficult is that environment to go, like to travel to and play in. Yes. It, I would, it's definitely the bottom, bottom tier of big 12 because as, tier. as everyone knows, aims at night, it's fucking scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stillwater on Halloween is a nightmare. Um, Lubbock anytime at, at night game is scary. You know, mm-hmm. um, do you have any experience with Lubbock night games as no, a Texas fan? No, I, I I don't I do not go over there at nighttime. Um, heard horror stories. Um, you know, it's it's kind of like uh, Fayetteville a little bit, um, but like more tortillas. Do you have any experience um, with Fayetteville? No, it's it's like Lubbock, but but with more hog fans. Gotcha. So bottom tier, I think, is is a bit strong. I, no, I, yeah, okay. I, I, I think okay. it's impossible. Maybe, I agree. Maybe, I think maybe, Kyle's maybe, right. Maybe maybe TCU is worse than y'all, but yeah. like, but like, think, like you know, TCU is not like intimidating. Like the I, the team is scary. I hate I hate playing the team, but playing there versus DKR, I'm like, oh whatever, it doesn't really matter. But like, yes. you know, like the um, Stillwater hate Ames is bad, Lubbock is bad. I I do not like Morgantown. Um, you know, like there's a lot of not good places to play. Like I, it's not fun to travel to. It's there. The fans are wild and crazy. Like I don't, I just don't, no one puts wild and crazy with Waco. Yeah. Uh, I I agree with Kyle. I, there you go, Evan. There you go. I'm ranking us. I can't, I cannot convince myself to put us above six most, sixth most scary place to play as an away opponent. Some, and I think, I think, okay. Uh, we do play Grove street party with no lyrics before every game. So I'm just, just true. putting that out there. We do have uh, some fireworks. And and they do spook me most games. The, I ah, am not prepared ah, for pop. them. It's a very loud pop. <laughs> but you do have to, you have, you, when you're starting the list, you have to start from the bottom, right? You do have to go uh, uh, 
not Manhattan, but um, you, you go Kansas, Kansas State, probably TCU. Um, no, Ma- Ma- Manhattan is above Baylor and above TCU. Manhattan, I've never been, so I'll, I'll I've, take your word I've been that. one time. I had pink eye in both my eyes. <laughs> See, uh, there you go. I, w- I was a bioweapon in Manhattan for a weekend. Um, very cool stadium. Pretty intimidating amount of purple. Yeah, Matt, there you you're go. right. Yeah, I'm still processing why you felt the need to share the whole pink, I think. That's conjunctivitis fine. Conjunctivitis, 2012. Thir- yeah. 2013. Ask any Baylor student out uh, there in 2013. There was a conjunctivitis breakout. Not a joke. I don't even – no, I I believe I believe it. I just don't know. I'm assuming Evan got it kind of like the guys in Knocked Up when they were like farting each other's pillows and he was like giving butterfly kisses to them or something. I don't know what happened, but I don't – Yeah. I mean, there's I no, out, there's so no cool the way to get pink eye. That's true. No good pink eye stories out there. Lawrence, Kansas, <laughs> Fort Worth, Texas. Um, I think it depends heavily on how good the team is for Morgantown, but I will give them, I will give them the, the edge up. Does that put Baylor next? Yeah, I would say Fourth Baylor. I think so. Yeah, I think there's a correlation between like newness of stadiums and how intimidating they are to play. Because I can almost guarantee that when McLean was being built, they weren't like, "Ooh, let's make the Longhorn fans feel like unwelcome with this seating." Like it's just a, it's just a toilet bowl. It's a very nice, pretty toilet bowl shaped stadium. Yeah, it's very nice. It's very nice, very clean. It's pretty, but I do think there's a correlation there, though. I probably this is why I we're not even let Kyle talking we're not gonna even let him talk but i this is why i miss floyd casey i've told everybody at every tailgate that will listen to me i miss floyd casey Mm -hmm. it was our big piece of shit like it was our we Mm -hmm. we have the tarp nobody else has a tarp we have a tarp and yes it's weird and ugly but it's ours and we love it and that's why i miss floyd casey because also ice troughs in the bathroom to pee in love it you gotta just melt down those suckers that is old school i love that i love that so some somehow we've come into a position where not only is Chip Brown wrong for his take, but Josh Thompson is also somehow wrong for not ranking Baylor correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and every other media person uh, in the Texas universe is somehow also wrong for engaging on this extremely dumb story. I would love to hear the argument that people have that Baylor is a scary place to play. Is it like the faux brick that we have, you think? <laughs> Um, I think night games against the right opponent can get really, really loud. I, I think there's, I mean, that's most stadiums, but I think there's a legitimate case to be made that that night games, like blackout games, that it can it can get really loud. I don't yeah. know how difficult it is because I've never played, uh, but you know, there you go. Kyle, when people go uh, to your Twitter page, I, I'd say I'll let you answer this. What percentage? When you're really rolling with the hand-picked stats to make A&M look bad and to make other schools look bad, what percentage of those are are just stats that you're ready to pull up? Or and maybe I can ask the question, where did this start? Where did this pulling stats comparatively against another head-to-head so, school, where did that even start? Because that is how a lot of people know you. I, I don't even know, honestly. Uh, I got on Twitter in 2019 to like do tableau stuff for school. And I tried to find like some community to get my stuff out there. And then I made one about college football and it got like a thousand times the engagement as my other stuff. So I was like, okay, I'm only going to do college football stuff. And then after doing college football stuff for a while, I was like, 
Every time I talk about A&M in a negative way, it just, it's a thousand times better with engagement. So I started doing it more. Um, people started knowing me as the A&M hater guy. Um, I've, I've, I've seen the words rent free more times than you can believe um, in my <laughs> comments. Uh, but then one day, this account, Rude Dog, everyone knows Rude Dog. Uh, he, he would not leave Blink and Riley alone. He kept just annoying him over and over with stuff that was obviously wrong. And then Blink was like, you know what? Stop. I'm stopping everything. Today is Aggie Fact Thursday. We're going to do this. And I saw it. And I was like, oh, let me hop in. I'm, I'm joining. And so we both started. We kind of like tag teamed him. Uh, and then uh, I've just done it every Thursday since. And e- even when I find one like on a Monday and Tuesday, I still just post it just because. It, the just content fun. is very incredible. Good. You're very good at handling objections that people throw at you in response to that people will go handpick even further stats to, to refute your stats. Evan has done it all the time. Uh, I, I, there are a lot of other Baylor fans that do it all the time and it's hilarious. I, I, I love, I love Evan. When I found him that day, <laughs> when I was talking about finding the gym leaders and he was like, Oh, hi. I haven't said something <laughs> yeah. that was wrong. And I corrected him. It was, yeah. it was and a lot of fun. I was like, Oh, this, Evan, is, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like the thing about me and most people generally, um, don't do a lot Mm-mm. of research Mm-mm. on the things that they talk most about. Um, like in, in my example, like I will go look on like Wikipedia or something, but as soon as like, I think I'm close, I'm like, all right, let's run with this. Um, and I feel like even that much is probably more than like 85% of people who decide to get in those. What I love is like people get like viscerally angry at that shit. It's like, yeah like i like once a week i see some joe bunch of numbers try to get like to like like <laughs> set their morning out to convince kyle to admit that he might be i'm gonna do it today here. today's the that's day. like not the whole shtick it's like <laughs> like that's that's the whole shtick is that right it, it's like this funny but like appropriately placed like bias way to look at things and then people think they like gotcha by coming in and being like oh well why don't you like include this or this and it's like i don't <laughs> want to do that thomas that's why i'm here right it's, it's like it's like it's like in the last 30 years texas is better in adam and this specific thing by this much okay well how about you and run it, it from 50 years back because like, i <laughs> but because i chose 30 I, I, the, okay the well how about you the opposite like, yeah we'll like, run it to 50 years and then it's even worse for AM over 50 years yeah the thing with a&m is they got to keep it within 2012 everything past that it's it's oh no actually no it's like right the 80s to present or 2012 to present nothing else is in their favor Mm -hmm. and so that's either if if, if i'm talking about like the 2000s like okay we'll run it back since we joined the sec or if or if it's talking about the last like four years like okay how about the 80s they're like asking you to do them a favor to help their argument. <laughs> like sending you on an errand to build their case. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I already looked it up before I post this. I know what is good and what is bad to post. So I'm not going to go. I already know the answer. I'm so not going to go back and post the when, bad one. When I first started following you, what I, I was one of those yeah. people that got viscerally mad. Not because what you were posting was incorrect. Because it would it would lead a conversation to a certain point that that. Texas is better than some institution. It might not even be Baylor related, although oftentimes the ones I'd get in a hump about right. would would be about Baylor. 
But I would say, oh, yeah, Mr. Big Numbers Guy, just to myself at my computer, I'd pop open my second screen and be like, oh, yeah, well, I know how to use collegefootballreference.com too. And I'd start looking it up and be like, shit, just it's, it's not good. And I wouldn't have an argument and I wouldn't <laughs> respond, which I think is the proper way to handle that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. When, when, when Blinken posts something about Texas that I cannot come back to something better than that. I'm like, exactly. Okay. Moving on. The, 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 just get It's, I'm not going to spend all day trying to prove that what he said was biased. It's obviously biased, but it's also true. So mm-hmm. what can you do? Yeah. Well, and it, I don't know if you can relate to this a ton, Kyle. I, my guess is that you can, but I feel like with stuff like that, at least like when I send it off, the the 15 seconds while i'm typing it is the most i will ever think about that <laughs> sentence or two like i'm not i'm not gonna go back and think on that some more so if I, someone I like asks agree. me to like no, I'm good. unpack that anymore it's like no i've already thought of 30 other things that have taken that brain space but people get hung up it'll be their whole day they, right. they will come back and my favorite and this is mostly like an oklahoma fan thing but my favorite thing with that fan base is that instead of like having this isn't like an oklahoma fan bash session but like instead of like having an original thought or like a rebuttal it's just like tagging blinken or commenting like this won't age well like that that's like their whole like if they're unpacking their tool belt quick it's just quick, those two hey, evan you and i have talked those about two statements before. baylor fans this very particular thing we've got to stop it we've got we have so many in the baylor fandom that does this shit where it's just like, oh, 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 just tagging whoever it's about. Or exactly like you said, this won't age well. I, we, we have to stop this shit. It's, it's infecting the Baylor fandom, at least on the way. We have to. No, okay, not, not, not even kind of that. If you could just stop people from saying, from tagging like, yes, that was the other thing. Yes, that's mm-hmm. what... Incorrectly, incorrectly. <laughs> like, I'll post a stat that says Baylor versus <laughs> Texas, 1980 to present. Someone this will tag old takes exposed. I'm like, what, 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 what are you old? This is data. This is I'm presenting it to you. There's nothing to expose. What could happen? They're or, just sending people on errands to so, help their argument. That's like, all they're like doing. Any smart entrepreneur or, or person of business, you decided uh, to cash out on this thing. And boy, howdy, am I jealous. What yeah, a fantastic idea. You turned Ag- Aggie Fact Thursday into a book. And I'm since you were kind enough to come on, I'm going to allow you to plug this. I'm going to put a timer on for an unknown number of seconds. I am going to make a <laughs> fart noise the whole time. Uh, plug the book because I think the idea is actually really funny. Yeah. So, like I said, I every Thursday I post Aggie facts that get people all riled up. They're always true, always factual, no matter what Aggies say about them. Uh, and so after a while, I had a lot of them that were like my favorite ones. And people would always DM me, Kyle, what was that one stat about FCS schools and A&M and something, something? I, my, my friend, I'm going to roast my friend. I'm like, and I'd send it to him. I'm like, instead of people, and people would say, oh, I'm bookmarking these because I'm going to College Station this weekend. I'm like, instead of bookmarking this weird, these weird tweets, just I'll have a, like a Pokedex that you can just have on you at all times. <laughs> you can look at the chapter for, that you want to talk about. And find something interesting or funny to say, and so uh, it's worked two ways. Like Longhorns buy it just it's a good it's coffee a cool table piece book. of like, like yeah, it, it's fun to. Like, I've heard it's a good book to take in the bathroom, whatever, whatever you want, however you want to use it. That's fine with me. Um, but yeah, it's fun to look at. Uh, it's fun to show your friends. 
wanted to send Damn. as a gag gift to your Aggie friends. Um, I've had a lot of people say um, I sent two to my Aggie friends and they just went crazy. They, they refused to they refused to open it. <laughs> so the check still clears. So yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like yep, you should Fantastic. get some more. Um, so with <laughs> yeah. with the game coming up on Saturday, um, it, I, I think by all accounts should be a good game. We don't really know exactly what to expect. Yeah, on the it's, field, it's going to be a classic Big, and, and, Big Twelve. Being completely honest, you know, I, I I am not a scheme guy. I I know the Baylor team a reasonable amount. They've won me a lot of money this year. Um, I feel like I have a good handle on this team. It feels though, when you when you flip the script, it feels like Texas and the Texas fandom doesn't really know what this team is or or who Sark is. And so I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to open the floor. To Agreed. You yeah. Because the timing of hiring Sark yeah. and the timing of the announcement of moving to the SEC happened in an order that I'm thinking Texas fans might have wished was flipped potentially. Don't know if that's how you feel, but what does the Texas fandom think about Coach Sarkeesian right now? Um, I can't speak for the whole entire fan base, but I myself. I like him. He's a decent guy. He is good at offensive uh, play calling. Um, I think people forget that this is se- season one of a brand new everything. Not you know, it's not like oh, we switched out the coordinators. It's, we switched out everything. Mm-hmm. You know, like these all these players have never played with most of these now, coaches. Just giving you um, giving you fair warning. Like brand, but before brand you new, continue, if you yeah, say anything to the lines of the cupboard was bare, I will probably terminate the call. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> what if I spelled it like B E A R was plugged your show the in? The cupboard was bare. <laughs> hmm. The cupboard bare. You've, you've hit the vibe of this show. Incredible well already. Well, good. Okay. Continue. <laughs> yeah. Y- you get y- y'all are good people. I, I, y'all are, y'all are my kind of, y'all my kind of guys. Yeah. All right, so anyway, people forget, like, it's brand new everything. I don't know why everyone's so up in arms over, you know, like, losing to a ranked team by a score. Yeah, I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had we had the lead. Uh, we should have held on to it. But, like, you know, Tom Herman had, like, 15 losses by a score. He stayed around for four years. Like, it, it losing by a score is better than getting blown out. At least he's mm-hmm. not. At least it's not like Charlie Strong, where every time we show up, we're gonna get snot beat out of us. Um, you know, I think we're heading in the right direction with being able to take these teams that are ranked top ten teams, leading them in the first half. I mean, we suck at adjusting, obviously, but people are just freaking out over the wrong things. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, Charlie Strong's first year, second year. I had no idea what. It doesn't matter who we're playing. I was like, we might lose this game. I have no idea what's going to happen. We can't even mm-hmm. do anything. So at least, you know, at least our offense is okay. Defense, yeah. need, defense needs a lot of work. Adjusting needs a lot of work at halftime. But, like, those are all things that are fixable. It's not like mm-hmm. we don't have a quarterback who can pass a ball or we don't have a run game or, you know, it, it, there's people got to find the silver lining And if you're going to follow sports because only one team can win the championship. It's, not, it's most likely not going to be yours. So – Find something else to be excited about. <laughs> yeah. Well, and admittedly, I'm not upset that y'all have lost two games in a row. Um, I'm fine with that. But what scares me a little bit is if Bijan gets 
eight, nine touches in the second half of both of those games, Texas is ranked seventh, eighth right now. So yeah, like it's, it's, it's creepy it's to think about a few yeah. series away from being like a top 10 team. That's weird. I don't, you know, like you with, yeah. it, that doesn't even seem possible, but it's reality and people don't, they only think of, Oh, we suck. Let's, let's clean house. Let's, let's get another bear covered. If you will. There it is. And I think this is, this is the, uh, the fortune and misfortune of the size of both of their, our fan bases, because not a lot of t-shirt Baylor fans out there, specifically in the last decade or so. Um, most people who you see wearing Baylor gear in, in the wild went there, <laughs> their kids went there or something that there's like a direct connection there. Right. Um, so I would say like on average, the fan base is like a little more uh, like in tune with what's going on. You know, you don't just see people like with Baylor shirts who have like no idea what's going on with the team this year or whatever, or at least I don't. Uh, but I feel like with, with Texas being such like a large national or international brand, there's, there's such a larger like data pool of fans with opinions to, to pick from. And I just think empirically the the loudest is closer to the dumbest than it is the smartest. So I feel like a lot Always. of those like voices that bubble up to the top aren't a great representation of how everyone feels, but are good people for people like me to find. So yeah. I think we can both win here. I think this right. is great. Yeah. I, I, if I was ranking myself On as a like a fan, I would say um, <laughs> not cr- I'm not I'm not create a crazy homer who's like turns everything into a positive like mm-hmm. no we Sark Sark wanted to lose we we want to lose these games because he's Just got figured I, I'm not gonna be one of those guys I'm also not gonna say <laughs> I'm not gonna say fire him because he lost his fifth and sixth game of his career at Texas like yeah. somewhere in the middle is yeah it sucks to lose but we're heading in the right direction we're gonna be okay and you scored 70 points in a game like four weeks ago. Like people, people forgot that you sent Texas Tech to hell immediately. Right. Well, for the first time this month, they've been to hell a few times since then. But <clears throat> poor Tech. Um, that is that. That's about as balanced of a take as as I could have come up with myself. I think uh, you know, there's a lot of talent on the Texas sideline. I think this is one of the more talented Baylor teams that we've seen, and. It, simply because that talent is able to be cohesive, you know, and block. They they have a plan and it's amazing what a coaching staff can do. So I just thought it was interesting. I I was curious to know what the fan base would think of the Sark hire if it was announced after uh, the, the move to the SEC was announced. Um, Would the Texas fan base at large be happy about the hire, be upset about the hire? And I don't know that there's any way to tell. Um, I would I would say they'd be happier because of like, oh yeah, we're getting so. an inside SEC guy. He knows all this. He knows the spin, all the SEC yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. But 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 I think I think when he was hired, I think they already, they already, obviously already knew that they were going to the SEC. Yeah, that's so a good point. I think yeah, from from an institution, some sort of some sort of thinking into that when they chose him. But Kyle, yeah. I, I truly yeah. appreciate the time. Did you have anything for us this evening? Yeah. Um, so like, I think Evan's, I think Evan talked about it on the last episode, but how exactly did y'all get into like, I mean, y'all are like, I wouldn't call y'all super fans, but y'all are like dedicated Baylor bear fans. Uh, like y'all know a lot of stuff. Uh, how, how long have, have you been like, not really a, like, I don't know what the word is obsessed, present. but how, how, how long have you been like loyal and, and like decent, fans of your teams because yeah. like you know like, i get into stuff with 
with Evan all the time. He he knows his basketball shit. He knows he knows a lot of stuff that I'm like, oh, damn, I'm not gonna go look this up. I'll let Evan go first, <laughs> uh, but to summarize from my point of view, Evan is okay. smart enough to do that, and I am blind enough to do that. I I am a, I'm a really good consultant, I think, so I can BS just about anything. Um, <laughs> uh, and and yeah, I do know enough on the basketball side to be dangerous, but yeah, on the football side, I'm just there for the jokes and the vibes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah uh on my end i actually can track it back like to the to like exact like week so my uh i you know grew up in waco did the whole baylor thing i wasn't like actively following baylor sports until my sophomore year at baylor um i like grew up playing like soccer and stuff so my interests like were in sports that like weren't super interesting to anyone like i didn't i didn't even like talking about soccer it's just all i knew um but the summer going into my sophomore year at Baylor, I worked for like the Baylor extended orientation program. So I was like, you know, if you ever seen like Monsters University, I was like one of those guys like running around like with flags and stuff. Um, but like in our in one of our sessions that I would speak at from time to time, uh, we did like a hype. There was like a hype video for the upcoming football season, and uh, that kind of got me going a little bit. And I I kind of couch surfed my whole freshman year and like kind of lived off campus, did the whole thing. So. I didn't have like a ton of Baylor friends. So it was like kind of just me on campus hanging out. Uh, I, had, I had a lot of friends that didn't go to Baylor that were in Waco just because of growing up there. But to, to shorten this answer, I, um, I, my sophomore year of Baylor after like, you know, I would go to the games with my friends, have a great time. And then I wouldn't have anyone to hang out with during the week. So I would just watch the game that I just saw over and over. I would probably watch the games like three times a week before the next game. So I just like, fell in love with it that way and like being good at that time helped a ton yeah. like we were kicking the dog shit out of people every week um so yeah since sophomore year at baylor so 2013 is really when i first started like giving a hoot about what baylor was doing in sports did you uh watch that or were you at the 2014 tcu baylor game i was i was there that's like one of the friends. that's like the one of the best like it is uh, a foundational a cornerstone yeah it, it was wild to be at fans. yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i am um, like everyone else there i like rushed the field or everything and i was like i was like a ra at baylor they call them cls but i like was an ra that year um and i wanted to be like the cool ra so i stole like uh or i tried to steal i tried to steal like one of the pylons with the cameras in it that are like 15 pounds apparently and i'm not a strong person um so i was like doing one of these running with it and dr kevin jackson grabbed me like by my collar uh and we have like we've known each other for years so it was like fine that he did that but i was like the most caught anyone had ever been like lugging this like pylon um so yeah great 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 Uh, my story is a little bit more interesting i just started talking shit to people online i just started talking (laughs) shit to people online if if baylor won a game uh where we were an underdog i would i would literally search for people and i had this was all principled to start this is how the caricature start barking of at Matt is bear really started. This was okay. Wait, 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 wait. hold up. What um, is Matt is bear? I didn't follow. I didn't follow you for the longest time. So like this well, name buddy, makes I don't no know sense. If you know I cannot this, follow this guy. The uh, the mascot Nordic. of Baylor is a is a bear. <laughs> uh, and when I had to, I I, I had a uh, a Twitter handle. I don't even remember what it was anymore. But I was like, well, this is too hard. Uh, to remember when I tell people uh, because that's what I would do back in the day. I would actually tell people my Twitter handle. Now I try not to tell anybody. Um, 
but I just needed something that was easier to remember. And every other iteration that was more complex made no sense or wasn't available. So I was like, Matt is, I'm bear. Matt is bear. I'm bear. Uh, and that's, and that's what it was. And then, yeah, if people did a cuss or said something nasty about Valor online, I would just respond with the, just much like you kindred spirits, Kyle, I would respond with the facts, but usually with a little bit more profanity. Um, and uh, people really enjoyed that. It turned into like kind of a, a post game ritual. Uh, and then it just got played out and I grew up and it ended up not being, but that's, that's how it started. And, uh, and it's, you know, yeah. it is what it is, but I'm glad we're onto something new. Kyle, he's being modest. The, this tradition that he breezed over just now is the funniest Twitter bit of the 20, the early 2010s. Yes. Yeah, he would see- tweet. Yeah, I, I I wasn't on Twitter. But like, I, I I had a Twitter, but it was to like post pictures of my cat every like five years. Like, I I didn't do anything on Twitter until like 2019. So I missed everything. Every, every oh. inside joke from 2010 to 2019, I, I know nothing so about. So much healthier. You got to so explain. Someone's this. gonna make a lot of money. Someone's gonna make a lot of money writing a book about everything that happened on Twitter between like 09 <laughs> and 15. I would buy it. I would read it tomorrow. But Matt would do this thing where he would tweet the like the gif of oh, the guy jigsaw. from uh from the name of the movie it's escaping me saw. yeah jigsaw <laughs> he would tweet the gif of jigsaw like riding like riding the tricycle and like yeah. all of the like 25 <laughs> baylor people on twitter at that point would be like oh fuck oh shit it's happening oh he's and riding you know, and matt matt's like a internet savvy guy mm-hmm. so i know the 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 boolean he was using in the search bar he would search like fuck. baylor and then all caps and like fuck or like like trash and he would just respond to every single. It was person. principled. Like sometimes, like he didn't want to go attack people that yeah, were just was, like, "Oh, good game, Baylor. That sucks that we lost." I was like, "I can't, I can't attack a thirteen-year-old who's like, oh, I still love Baylor, but that sucks that they lost.' Ah, or whatever. You just like, yeah. So it's principled. <laughs> but nothing, nothing is more confusing to me, and just from being on Twitter, than than you say something to someone, and they respond with. Oh yeah, this guy's gonna say something. It's like a zoomed in picture of your of your avatar. Oh my god, you're, you're, it is so you're, funny. You're, it's like, funny every time. And I'm like, what do I, I'm like, what do I do and with that's, this? Like, that's that's why I don't use my I I, I that, post my uh, face. And I'm like I'm like I'm like yes that <laughs> yep, that is correct. me. Yes, that is me. But like what but what is that? What am I supposed to be feeling right now? I I never know what to do with that. I think it's just for people <laughs> like me who just like in my head. When I see someone do that to someone else, I just imagine the person who posted it, like holding up a picture of you to you and going, <laughs> and to me personally, yeah. that is the funniest shit. And it will always be funny. I think that's the best joke. Oh yeah. It, it, it's like when you're like uh, growing up and people are like blasting you, making fun of you and like, you don't have a response. You just go like mock their laugh, oh, yeah. like back at them. That's kind of oh, like that. And I love it. I still love so, it. I do it all the that time. That is the unfortunate story of how we came to be in the, in the Baylor Twitter sphere. Okay, if if I don't see a jigsaw puppet riding a tricycle uh, I, gif this week from you, it, it, I will, it be will be great. Sorely if, disappointed. If I have reason to pull I it out, too. that means it was a good weekend for us. And uh, you know, for for big, for there is for always big, a reason to pull it out. Clip that, Jamie. Can you clip that? Um, <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if Jamie heard pause. that, but I I mumbled pause as Kyle said it, just um, so slightly. But yeah, Kyle, man, I I truly appreciate it. Uh, thanks for coming on. This was a lot of fun. Uh, at some point, we're going to have to have you back on for, for basketball season um, because I'm, oh, I'm yeah, really excited sure. to see what this Baylor team can do, what the what the new look Texas staff can do, 
with admittedly a ton of talent over there um, in the best basketball conference in the nation, not even close. Um, where can they find you, Kyle? At Kyle Umlang or just Google That's Kyle Umlang and you'll find Google all me, my baby. Crap. Google I, me, baby. Dude, it's 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 weird how many I have Google alerts set up for me, and every other day I swear it's like someone talking shit about you. That's the alert. It's just every day. Incredible. Um, Kyle, before we formally end this, uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I have a prompt for you. Um, answer it. Take maybe 15 seconds. Uh, I did give you a hint earlier what was coming, but I would love for all of us just to get this out in the open. Um, who was the most average quarterback for the Texas Longhorns in the last oh, decade? Question. So many opportunities. Um, so many options. Yeah, I can um, go first. I can go first if y'all want to do a little bit more pondering. No, I already know it's it's Garrett Gilbert because he, <laughs> incredible. He, he came out in the national championship game, almost won the damn thing as a mm-hmm. as a true freshman, had no experience, and I was like, wow, we have a great quarterback. He's going to lead us to the promised land. We're in good shape in 2010, and he went like seven and seven. He has a 500 uh, win percentage, like. You know, Shane, Shane Buchel, Case McCoy, David Ash, all better percentages than him. Uh, I was very mm-hmm. disappointed with that. I, I really thought we Related were Related to expectations, that's, that's my choice as well. Like, it was between that mm-hmm. and who I suspect Evan will pick here. Well, I've been going back and forth all day, so I'm going to do two because I make the rules here. Number one, um, David Ash. Mostly, and the reason I wanted to bring David Ash up is not even anything he did in college. Um I just my I went to a high school like most people oh. did, and we played I've against the Belton. We played against the Belton High Tigers my junior year, and they had this guy who was committed to Texas. He's gonna go play quarterback. So we were all kind of like, oh, can't wait to see this. And we broke his collarbone in like the fourth play of the game. Um, well, so his mediocrity at Texas. No, I, it's your it's y'all's fault that he's not good because he got mm-hmm. concussed every other game, and mm-hmm. he was he was good when he was healthy, but he was never healthy. So. That's I, okay. I know who to blame for that. <laughs> yep. Appreciate it, Evan. Uh, the other one is the lesser McCoy. Is that case? Yes. yes. You know who um, it is. I I know I know the answer in my head, but I didn't want to just like streamline say the wrong one. Case McCoy, uh, mostly because the last time he ever got a chance to play the Baylor Bears, we had more interception return yards than he had pass yards that game. Um, well, it was also I, like eleven <laughs> degrees outside, and I think that played into it, but. That was he got up there for me with that yeah. one. I I give him a pass because he beat OU. I don't know how, and he beat the Aggies uh, in our last game ever with them. So I get I let it slide. That, that's so, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I would make that trade. Good deal. Yeah. Hey man, great. Well, thanks for coming to hang out, Kyle. We appreciate it. Yeah, anytime. Every and I apologize that we didn't get to grab a beer in Austin. I was seriously had no free time and. I saw you. We like bumped uglies for a little bit mm-hmm. and shot the shit. But um, yeah, could you I, tell? I wish, I, I wish we. I wish we could have just sat and had a beer. Maybe next time. Yeah, I was drinking with a coworker that day instead of having our meeting, <laughs> and I was drunk, Kyle. I don't know if I held it together when you walked up to me, but I was going to stand up and greet you, and then I, <laughs> I couldn't. Could not. <laughs> well, you, you were you were grinning ear to ear, but you kind of do that anyway. At, at yeah. The so I mean, I couldn't tell. You hide it well. That's me, the sunglasses <laughs> that I wear when I drink. All right, Kyle. Okay. Take it Thanks easy, for man. having me, guys. We'll see you. Absolutely, man. Thank Best you. of luck uh, to the horns on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see you. Yep.